Hello everyone, this is Christian Hacken, and you are listening to the pilot episode of my brand new podcast series called Why I Love My Story. Now today I am going to be talking to you a little bit about my trip to the Middle East and how it impacted my life and how you, the listener, should not be afraid of the Middle East. I hope you enjoy this podcast. go to the Middle East? I don't know how many times I've been asked this question. It's been way too many to even count. People asked me this question while I was preparing for my trip. They asked me this question during my trip. And now even two years after my three-month trip to Lebanon, people still ask me this question. I think that there's this unfair stigma that has been placed upon the Middle East and forced into our minds and brains kind of by the media that everything associated with the Middle East is terrorists, is bombings, is, you know, car bombs, hijackers, dangerous situations. And that's not necessarily true. It is true for some parts of the Middle East, unfortunately, but not the entire Middle East. In fact, I'd even go far enough to say that there are parts of the Middle East that are the exact opposite, that are incredibly beautiful. Parts of the Middle East that people are friendly and welcoming and they want you to come into their house and sip tea with you and talk about weather and politics and the deep things in life. This isn't the Middle East that gets reported all the time. So I'll admit, the moment I stepped off the airplane into the Beirut airport, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, Christian, what the hell did you just get yourself into? And I started walking uh, out of the terminal to the place where all the drivers pick us up. And I met my driver who I had been talking with for the past couple months. He was my intern director. I was interning at a missions organization, nonprofit that really kind of works to meet the needs of the refugees there. And so my intern director was my driver and he picked me up. We got in the car, started talking with me. And I kid you not, not even a half a mile of driving, we pull up to the first checkpoint and I start to get a little bit nervous. There are these guards there in these black and white fatigues. And I'm talking like pretty muscular guys guys that you wouldn't want to mess with. You wouldn't want to piss these guys off. They had M4 rifles. There was concrete barriers that had red and white striping on them with a green Lebanese tree, a Lebanese cedar that was painted onto them with barbed wire over them. And there's just enough room for one car to get through. And then off to the side, there was this little post where the third guard was, and he was just kind of watching the two other guards as they kind of just took care of the cars that were passing through. So eventually we pull up, and it's our turn. And usually what I learned is they let you through pretty quickly. They, they don't really stop unless they get an issue or an order from someone higher up. And right away they stop us. And I start thinking to myself, oh my goodness, what is happening here? My hands started to get sweaty, and the guard told us to roll down the window, and he said, hey, where are you from? And I said, I'm from the United States, and he said, let me see your passport. So I shuffled around in my backpack nervously, trying to find my passport. Eventually, I found it after I was kind of being a flustered dummy for a little bit, and I pulled it out, and I handed it to him, and he looked at it, 
looked back at me, and then signaled to let us through after he gave my passport back. No big deal. You know, this is a a pretty silly little situation or, or circumstance to really even talk about very much, especially in the perspective of someone who lives in an area like this. But for us, Westerners, and I'm talking the people who are, you know, living in a, a very safe suburban setting or even an, an urban setting that's really safe, you know, in, in Europe or in the United States, who hasn't really traveled very much, a situation where you have to go through a checkpoint, a security checkpoint with armed guards can be pretty intimidating. And it's something different. It's a cultural shock for us. You know, it's a certain situation like this that would, to a mind, in a perspective that hasn't really dealt with these types of situations would say, well, why would you go there? You know, that seems dangerous. If they have to have that, then that's not a safe place to go. But in reality, where I was staying was really quite different. I stayed with people who were of a different religion than me, who had a different worldview than me, and yet they would invite me in for tea into their homes, and they would talk with me for hours two or three hours, sometimes four hours at a time. And they would share what little food they had with me and they would give me the best seat in the house and we would just talk about simple things in life like weather and sports and what my place was like where I lived back in my home, in my country. And it's people like this and situations like this that you realize my perspective based off of what I have seen on TV or in the news or or what I've even read in the news is really kind of skewed. Fast forward about two and a half months into my trip. And here I am. I've made friends. I've had wonderful experiences and I made this one friend who uh, owned a car and he would let me drive it when we'd go to the beach and we're coming back from the beach and I'm driving it and I go through the checkpoint where I'm the person that the guard is talking to primarily and I go right through the checkpoint. Easy peasy. Not a single sweat in my palms. No flustered dummy. (laughs) And it's normal. That is it for today's pilot episode. I hope that you enjoyed my short story about going through the security checkpoint and that you could hopefully get something out of this story. Tune in next week to hear a little bit more about my time over in the Middle East. I will be talking a little bit about the refugee children that I spent the majority of my time with over in Lebanon. Thank you. I hope you have a good day.